0: Hey guys, I'm Carrie Freitas. I'm here uh, with Thomas Curran on the Interesting People I Know podcast. I don't really know Thomas, to be honest, so I might be misrepresenting. that uh, He's definitely interesting. I don't know him yet. I think I'm starting to get to know him. And um, I'm not by myself this week, which is probably refreshing for everybody, to be honest. So welcome to the podcast. Um, As many of you, I hope, know, Thomas walked across the U.S. um, on a journey... I think, in words, but also to benefit the Pediatric Cancer Research Foundation. His website is moving on west, even though the walk's over, I think you probably can still donate. So we should talk about that. And um, his Instagram is also moving on west. And if you haven't, I mean, even though the journey's already, well, the journey's probably still occurring, and I'll stop talking because he's supposed to tell us, but... um, I think that you can still go back and look at the at the um, Instagram feed. He's still posting there. It's just a really inspiring, cool journey that we're here to talk about today. So welcome, Thomas. Hello, Carrie. Hello. Well, that, so we were talking in the pre-show about <clears throat> Thomas said his voice changed. Um, not because he was in puberty, but... Um, I hit when, puberty on the road. Oh, yeah. So he did a yeah. second puberty on the road. <laughs> and um, no one's ever heard of that, but it's a new syndrome. We're going to raise money for it later. Um, but it's like the road grime. So anyway... Welcome. I'm getting ahead of myself. Glad to be here. So excited to talk to you. Um, So can you? Can we start at the beginning? Anywhere you want. Okay, it's a very good place to start. Yeah. Um, Tell. How did you even get the idea to walk across the U.S.? It sounds like a crazy folly to Uh me, but.
1: Um, I got the I got the idea really from a book. It's not an original idea. Not many people walk across America, but. uh, I read this book called by men or by the earth by a guy named Tyler Colson. And I don't even remember now how I came across that book. Um, and it was his story of ditching life in his mid thirties. He was a very successful lawyer and, uh, just, he got a dog and went to the East coast and walked across it. And he's luckily an amazing writer. And then he followed that up with another book called um, "How to Walk Across America and Not Be an Asshole," <laughs> okay. and, and which was kind of like a how-to guide. And I'd read those two books, and it was—I um, was like, "Wow, that sounds really cool." I didn't know people did that. Uh, and at the time, I owned Taco Brat. Uh, Loved Taco Christmas. Brat, by thank the way. You. I know
0: it's Landers now, and it looks it cool is. and still has great stees, but Taco Brat was awesome.
1: Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I miss—I miss Taco Brat every day. But uh, so I had Taco Brat at the time. Uh, My business partner and I decided to just go different directions. Um, I had this walk kind of picking at the back of my brain and he wanted to do what is now Landers. And it was just a good time for us to separate, for me to take a little break after 25 years in the restaurant business and, uh, and just go do this. So...
0: So you so sometimes you read a book and you're not going to necessarily do what's in the book. I mean, I've read books about like you know I've read John Krakauer like Into the Wild. I'm not going to do that. You're not going to yeah. do that. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> I, look at me. I mean, I would die the first day. I'd be very good food for somebody though. For the record, so take me <laughs> along with you just in case you need it to eat. But um, how do you jump from like this guy's a great writer, how inspiring to like I think I'll do that.
1: You know that that's actually a good question because. Um, I would have said two years ago, I wouldn't have, but, uh, I think in my mind, I was hitting a point that I didn't even know I was hitting at that time. I don't even think it really hit me till I was actually walking that everything that I had been working for. And it was just, it was awesome and fun and great, but I, uh, I just, I needed to stop it. It was the keeping up with the joneses and working eight, 70 80 hours a week and um, you know the stress of Yelp reviews and just constant mm-hmm. you know the, like the art of cooking changed yeah. okay and i wasn't enjoying it anymore i wasn't enjoying the art of cooking anymore i was a business owner at that point did so did were
0: you aware of that or not that you weren't enjoying it
1: well it's I, it I like wasn't the kitchen wasn't or... calling me i loved being behind the bar and meeting everybody. Okay. I mean, I loved being a Taco Brat, but the art of cooking wasn't my wasn't calling. Wasn't me lighting anymore. you up anymore. Right. So when Chance and I, i was my business partner, decided to separate, um, I was, I think something just said, you, you can't just jump back into the corporate restaurant world. That's not going to fulfill you. And my son was off to college. I was single. And I'm like, screw it. I'm going to go now. This is it.
0: So was there, um, I mean, to me, because let's say, I mean, I think a lot of us at around, are you around 50? I am. Yeah, me too.
1: I turned 50 last December. So. Okay.
0: So I just turned fifty in April. And I think a lot of us, you know, and again, you can call it midlife, whatever you want, label it. But to me, it's like you do have a little more existential or like internal examination. I think most people do. Some people don't. And maybe that's like ignorance is bliss. So I'm like all about maybe that working. Sure. But I think if you can avoid that, you start to look at your life and say, is this really make am I stoked on this like am I not stoked on this and sometimes it's hard to to say no that you're not and actually make a change because I think there is shoot there's like a lot that has to happen then I mean if the answer is right. no then what and yeah so- and
1: it and you know I was uh I don't even know what my but I didn't have this goal that I was going to go walk 3,200 miles and come home and go, figured it out. Because <laughs> I knew that wasn't going to be the okay. case. Well,
0: you have a lot of like a self-awareness and insight then. Because I would have been like that. I'll figure it out for sure.
1: Yeah. I mean, I didn't even know what I was trying to figure out. I just knew I needed to stop what I was doing. Okay. And if something hit me out there, then I go, oh, cool. That worked. And if not, I had an awesome moment alone. And And either way, I would win. So...
0: Have you yeah. always been like this, balanced and insightful? Because I usually associate chefs, like career chefs, with maybe not being as like <laughs> self aware.
1: I've had moments of not being self aware, okay. but I think for the most part, I mean, I, I grew up in a good home and and good friends, and uh, you know, my my parents did did well by me, and
0: that's a huge gift um, to have. So you yeah i just because i think about you know um a lot of the pressures we put on ourselves right like i'd be like well if i'm gonna freaking do 3200 miles i better f- figure some shit out yeah
1: i mean that know? was the i mean the challenge was more shit oh sorry no i cuss a lot okay. i don't know how you feel about that i'm cuss. gonna try to keep
0: it clean so no, like I'm a lot fine. of people can listen but you no
1: know. no i'm totally fine with uh, okay. that
0: I'm, i don't know sorry we listens, you so. know we should have covered that in the pre-show but i yeah i've got a mouth like a sailor oh, so. God damn but me. i i hate the um, sea. i mean i love the sea, but i can't go on it <laughs> you know what i mean anyway enough said
1: I think the challenge for me was more, I've never been a workout guy. I've never, I'm not a hiker, a camper, any of that stuff at all. Okay. In fact, I'm the opposite of that.
0: Well, I love that. Um, But now you're a walker. So it was like,
1: so, you know, when I told my friends and family, instead of them saying, you're going to (laughs) go do that, that," it it was more like, I don't really think you're the guy to do that. (laughs) Yeah. So it it was I'm like, no, I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. I mean, I was, I got my tent. Yeah. I had to buy all the gear and I knew, I I mean, I didn't know how to pitch a tent, so I figured out how to pitch it. And then, Last winter luckily we had some pretty bad weather yes. here. It was windy and rainy. I'm, oh, I've got to figure out how to do this oh. in the wind and rain. Like a so lab
0: practicum. I was like, in the park the
1: across the street from my house
0: <laughs> where people are like mm. and
1: I'm out there in the yeah, you know, the storms that we had last winter the squall trying, here to in my, to Mesa. trying to pitch my tent <laughs> and uh, and the house is right next to the park watching yeah. And you're it was like, hilarious. I'm like surprised they didn't comedy. call the police or something.
0: <laughs> well, I can't even believe. Well, there's probably not. I don't know if that was in the how-to book necessarily about how not to be an asshole when you're walking across America, the tent pitching thing. But I think it's interesting it, it, and it cool. It said you that better there, learn. Yeah. Well, there you go. And you did. And yeah. to, to me, I was thinking like, how cool that there's like a, a how-to book, so to speak, for this kind of a journey. Like... I mean, there's a how-to probably of the mapping of it and how to physically do it, but I'm I don't think there's a how-to of like how to grow on the road. Yeah, actually, the
1: the the um his how-to book the the is it's actually really well written. It it covers gear and how to eat and how to That's find crazy. water and you know and and a lot up here. Yeah. Uh, so the mental part. Yeah. Yeah. And then he had, he actually, there's a woman named Kate Sale. She walked across with her husband and she contributed to the book as well from a female perspective because, you know, Tyler's not going to tell you how to deal with female things like on the you road. your period. What are so, you going to do? Right. Or you so want to kill
0: your husband? What next? Maybe that, yeah, that can <laughs> So, could happen. So <laughs> we're getting ahead of ourselves again. Okay. So Sorry. did you train, like, did you, have, you I, I, I mean, I, I did follow your journey from the beginning because mm-hmm. I saw Greer, um, Uh, Wilder of Greer's OC covering it Um, and I I started following your Instagram and looking at your website super early on so I do feel like I saw you doing training
1: cool Um, and was
0: Wink your dog part of the training
1: yeah I got I didn't have Wink until um, I think the September before I left February before the okay so I had Wink for about five months and I started you know, training was really just a super heavy backpack and a, and my cart, you know, okay. I pushed a cart uh, and I would walk, I would try to get in about 70, 80 miles a week in that range somewhere. Oh,
0: that's a lot. Yeah. It?
1: I mean, that was less than what I did on the road, but at least just to get the muscles up there. And okay. I could have done 150 a week in training and it wouldn't have been enough because you can do it and then go home and take a shower and go out to dinner and have a drink. Right. We're out on the road. It's it's the walking 20, 25 miles and then hiding behind a building or finding a motel or whatever and then figuring out what to eat and then doing it again and again. Yeah, so like, there's that mental stress on top of it that you totally. can't train for.
0: Yeah. So when you had were preparing for the walk, you'd obviously mapped it, a route using previous routes and <clears> whatever else.
1: Uh, I did, which was a huge waste of time okay uh, and I was told not to do it i I' really? met some other people who crossed and they said don't waste your time figuring out the middle of the country just pick a start pick an ending point and maybe if there's a couple highlights in the middle you definitely want to see mark those, but don't waste any more time than that and me I'm like no, I want to know every road I'm gonna walk and <laughs> so I spent months months mapping mapping. I knew day by day are you day. a
0: cartographer
1: no but there's some pretty good there's pretty good apps out there to do it wow, okay so I had I had like a 12 page spreadsheet of every day mapped out and I'd given it to my family and friends and everything five days into my walk I had an injury and I had to reroute so
0: yeah, so you just can't
1: months of train, months of planning but there's probably,
0: there's learning there though all right so there's something yeah. about that that you needed to go through let's just say
1: it was fun. It was so much fun to map right. it out and, and, and go. Because that feels
0: like very adventurous. That feels was, like kind yeah. of like I'm an early explorer and I'm <laughs> mapping the U.S. You know, I don't know. It seems cool.
1: Because yeah. I, I learned all the variables to look for and well, things who, like that. I was going to ask and, you
0: because you can't just walk anywhere. Like to me, like if I want to walk to L.A., I can't go on the 110.
1: Uh, I mean, no, you can't walk Highway 110. Right. In Cal- if you were in any other state okay. besides California if the highway sign is white it's a it's a highway not an interstate and you can walk any highway in the u.s but not in california so if highway 110 yes, because it's not an interstate it's a highway if highway 110 was in arizona you could walk on it but in california you can
0: not is there um but does does interstate 10 go across the country
1: yeah Um, you can't walk in or you can't legally walk interstates Anywhere, but in some states, they're like, Well, if there's nowhere else, right? Ahead. Like, like Iowa, I walked 80, I 40 yeah. okay. through Texas, I had to jump on and off I 40. Okay, um, when I I was on high, I was on Route 66, but that road just disappears sometimes okay. and turns into Highway 4 uh, or Interstate 40. So, you know, and they didn't do anything. Um, uh, but if you were to jump on an interstate in California or some other states, they would kick you off like. Instantly. In California, I got kicked off the highway
0: and interstates constantly. Really? Yeah. Typical California. So Um, yeah, you
1: can, you can walk
0: anywhere pretty much. Okay, that's good. So then when you were mapping it, which again, turned out to be like maybe an exercise in futility, but whatever, it was important for you to do just, I think probably mentally to prepare.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because it also, uh, on this, on this thing that I used, it connected you to the department of transportation for each state. Okay. So you could read what their local walking laws were.
0: Oh, that's awesome. They have walking laws. Every state does. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of cool. They're almost
1: all similar, but they like, talk about their
0: highways and is stuff it like that. is in California is one of them like nobody walks in LA or is that just a missing person song? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they got that from the walking lots. I will they have might. to check on that. Um I'll do a little research later. So yeah. um so you're prep prepared as prepared as you can be. As much as you can fly, be. I'm assuming, because you don't walk to start. You could just walk right. one way, right? Um, and you're walking well, let me so the why is because your career wasn't lighting you up anymore, part yeah. of your why. Yeah,
1: I just I needed to. I just wanted to stop. My why was, yeah. There's always decisions in your life that maybe you tuck away and figure you'll get to the whys of those later. So I, I definitely wanted to dig into a couple of life situations okay. that maybe I had not in the in the right. previous life. But, um, and then I decided to add a charitable component. Yes,
0: I was going to ask you about
1: that. Yeah. Um, and that was not because I was feeling overly charitable that day, even though I'm super happy that I did it. And the PCRF is really close to me. And we raised $21,000 for uh, the
0: pediatric cancer research foundation. No, but I mean, I know it like that too, but just so people know.
1: Right. Um, my initial reason for doing it was that I was told by multiple people that having a charitable component to your walk makes your walk easier. Um, because it makes people more willing to help. Correct. On the road. For sure. And so. And as a
0: PR person, I would say it makes it more mediogenic. Not that that was your goal, but like for me, that's my job. job. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I would tell any of my clients that were doing it that let's please have a charity.
1: Yeah. I mean, it just, uh, there's so many times where you need help.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And if people know you're doing it for a charity, they're more willing to help.
0: Totally. Because if I just say I'm walking across the country to figure myself out, they're like, Good luck with that. You know, yeah. I may not give you a roof tonight.
1: My friend Lindsay did it. Uh, I mean I didn't know her when she walked. She walked two years before me. She did not have a charity. And when she was asked, she she told people, I'm sur- I'm looking for love.
0: <laughs> that <laughs> was her answer. <laughs> which is like just as valid of a reason to walk right. anywhere. But okay. I agree that pediatric cancer research foundation and you raising money for them and calling attention. It was great. Yeah. Which is super important. So yeah, you did that. I did. So now you're ready to go. Ish, as ready as you'll ever be. Right. And where do you start? Cause so, I mean, it's uh, a big East coast. Right. So most, most people go
1: East to West. It's okay. easier to plan with weather patterns that way. Okay. Um, my original plan was to go over all three mountain ranges, the Appalachians, Rockies and Sierras. Okay. Um, and to do that you can't leave the east coast any later than like mid-march latest okay
0: or you won't get over the sierras because how long is the total runs. trip supposed to take eight months nine months
1: uh no people do it between five and a half to, to eight in that range okay yeah okay um and if you, it depends on the mountains you hit and that kind of stuff so you end up in the sierra the rockies and sierras late late august into september and by then, snow's already happening at the top. Yeah. So you. So anyway, you got to leave the East Coast early okay. in the winter. So I want to give myself a little extra time because I'm a little older than most people that okay. do this. So I left beginning of February. And so I went further south. And, so it would be warmer, less, hopefully Right. Less. My son lived in Charleston at the time okay. and about four hours north of Charleston is a town called holden beach okay and my son's name is holden so it just seemed like the right place to to so we're doing that yeah so that's where i started from
0: what and what were your thoughts on that first day like
1: it was cool it was it was pretty surreal because wow this is happening but um the town of holden beach is was named after this the family holden and the whole town is still named holden and they took me into their home mm-hmm. um, all the Holden clan were there uh, and they had a bunch of friends they fed us for a few nights while we prepared and then uh, another walker named Chris West he lived in North Carolina so he drove down he walked my first day with me my son walked my first day with me oh, that's so cold and yeah, you know, it was cold it was so cold um, you know February at the beach yeah that's not warm. South Carolina no. north yeah it was it was chilly but the first day was, was, I mean, we only did 13 miles.
0: And were you on adrenaline? Like, like on yeah, a high? Totally. Like, this is amazing. This is, I can't, you know, cause you've just been embraced by a whole town. Yeah. Um, celebrated. It's almost like ticker tape before you finish. Yeah. And then you're like, okay. And then how long does it take for reality to sink in? of like, wow, this is not. Day two. <laughs> so. Okay.
1: <laughs> day two. Really.
0: And I is mean, it just it was- because, or was there something that happened on day two?
1: Uh, so my very, my second day on the road, I was in a, I was in a little town called Shalot, Shalot, something <laughs> like that. Okay. And, um, I had stayed in a motel my first night, uh, woke up the next morning and decided to go down this rural road to shave off this highway. Okay. So I don't need to go into huge details on that, but Google maps said, go this way before you to get to the next town. So I went on that road and it was raining and uh the road was super rural and dotted with houses maybe every hundred or a quarter mile something i don't even know so the road started getting pretty banged up and it was full of water and then it was muddy and it started to curve And it was, and and I'd gone, I don't know, four miles or so. And it was curving towards the highway I wanted to get to. And it was just like another mile and a half to that highway. And, but the road was a mess. And so I stopped and I was looking at my phone to see if there was any alternative. And uh, I was confronted by a couple of guys who came out from their house. And
0: Confronted versus assisted.
1: It did not. Well, I was hoping they were going to assist me. Yeah, <laughs> okay. but they did not. So okay. one of them, one of them never said anything. The other one stood in front of my cart and uh, asked me where I was going, and I told him, and he said, "No, you, you're not going down that road." And I'm like, "Well, is
0: it private road?" Yeah, I was going to say,
1: and he said. You ain't from around here, are you? I said,
0: wow. clearly also not. So like deliver, you had a deliverance moment on day yeah. two. So
1: he pointed to this sign on a fence. He said, you see that no trespassing sign? It was there. I said, yeah, but I'm not going to walk through your property. He said, if you ain't from around here, you should assume that no trespassing means the road too.
0: Oh, and awesome. I was like,
1: well, I can't attach any logic to that. But, no. Uh, yeah. So he just... Stood in front of my cart, wouldn't let. Was me. Was he wearing
0: overalls and, and like I, had a piece of hay in his mouth and just uh, different? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> kind of close, yeah. yeah. Okay, I think yeah. I know. No, I'm kidding.
1: And and in the meantime, a truck That's had pulled up scary. behind me, and just had stopped. So you're like hemmed in. I, I really was. Yeah. And Wink was Wink's my dog. He was not thrilled with the situation, but they let me turn around, and uh, and I walked. I, I walked back all four the way back. such
0: miles on this messy road.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then the funny thing, so I was, (laughs) I was so angry at that guy and I, you know, I don't know, maybe I had a meth lab down the street. I don't know what was down there. He just didn't want me to go down the road. And so that I get back to the highway, I go this opposite direction, I've got to make a ride onto another highway. This is just like one mile down. So this is all like within an hour of each other Uh, Okay. and the bridge going over the highway had no shoulder. And so it was two small lanes, lot of traffic. Oh my god! Pouring down rain, and I've got to get over that bridge, and I can't. So I was like, "Shit! This what is you like the do? worst day, and this is like you're day like this two. is day two, folks." Yeah. Like, so I went back. I sat at this gas station at the bottom of that bridge, and I waited for someone cool looking, and I said, "Hey, will you follow me over that bridge, and just put your hazards on? And yeah. I'll run it." You know, just I don't want someone to hit me. And he's like, What are you doing? I tell him and he's like, You're nuts, but yeah, let's do that. (laughs) So sure enough, I I got on the bridge and he got behind me and turned his hazards on and I just went as fast as I could to get over that thing and cars were honking and I got to the other side and he waved me off and and that was like my first good deed that a human that someone Yeah, you're like, Thank goodness
0: for that person. you're still in Uh, South Carolina, obviously. I was in North. Okay, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm not going to go there, I don't think. I don't like the
1: sound of it. I love North. I, I actually love North Carolina. Okay. I, it was just that one, my second day on the road. Whatever um, that spot is. My first day is. alone. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I, I, I can say that situations like that, for like the, with the two guys down that okay. road, I can count on one hand how many times okay. stuff like that happened. And what the guy did helping me over that bridge yes. I are countless
0: Okay, that makes me feel better. Because sometimes Countless. in this day and age, obviously, we're, when I look at the whole country and I'm like, how are people, where are the people that feel the, this way? You know, like, where are the people that think it's okay to, I don't know, build walls and do all these things? Very few. Yeah.
1: Okay. I mean, I that don't know you about the building the wall thing, but. But
0: you know what I mean? Like, that, that, that aren't helping people, that don't, right. aren't coming. No, it was, you know?
1: yeah. And I, I would imagine that uh, in my first five months on the road, uh i was uh, let's say that a thousand people helped me maybe 998 of them probably did want to build the wall even though i don't right and it didn't matter
0: but they're good people so it's like that's actually great to hear too honestly yeah it's it was
1: my biggest takeaway from my walk it did not matter what i cared about who i voted for who my god was didn't matter oh i love that were awesome Okay, and that's every huge. transcontinental walker will tell you the
0: same thing. Really?
1: Everyone will say, people in America are generally good people face-to-face. And they will help you.
0: Okay, that is so...
1: You know, collectively, it changes, you know? Yeah, that's um, true. Perhaps. But I was helped by so many people.
0: I love hearing that. It actually makes me feel... I mean, not that you're here to make me feel happy, but, you know, <laughs> it's a great byproduct. Um, I'm really happy and encouraged to hear that. Because yeah, it's wonderful. I would hope that that was the case. There'd be less deliverance moments, you know, on the road and, yeah. more, and more of that.
1: I had, I stayed in the homes of 58
0: families. Wow. Strangers. That's amazing. Yeah.
1: Who took me into their homes.
0: How do you broach that? Um, like, is there a, a conversation that's broached to get someone to take you in for the night?
1: A couple of things. One, the route I ended up taking through the South, um, uh, my friend Lindsay had taken a very similar route. So she connected me with a few people. And then this domino thing happens. Oh, I know someone, I know someone, and it kind of works. And then sometimes it's just meeting people on the side of the road and you end up saying, hey, do you know if there's any, can I camp in your backyard, just a safe place? Yes. And like, no, come on in, have dinner. You know, you get to know them and they know you're not, you know, some crazy vagrant or whatever. Uh, But yeah, it was pretty, pretty cool.
0: And I mean, so 10. on your average day, um, is it, we talked about like the, there's physical exhaustion, I'm assuming.
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: But there's also, we talked about the mental exhaustion of like where am I going to sleep or pitch my tent or whatever. Yeah, you get
1: pretty good at that though. The mental part you get good. I mean, the the figuring out where to sleep thing, depending on how um, brave you are, which I'm not, Okay. Uh, you get pretty good at it. The physical part, took me about a month to figure out where my level was I started out slow 13 14 miles I got up to about 28 to 30 a day and then I had to back down to 20. were you getting injuries
0: like shin splints or
1: uh, I did have shin splints but just for a moment like maybe a week okay um it no it was just general like I wanted I figured out I could do 20 a day easy okay. and if I could get eight hours of sleep eight to ten hours sleep, I was perfectly fine the next day. Anything more than that, and I just suffered a little bit more the yep. next day. So twenty was a good. And my I had my dog, right? And so he had, you know, he was strong. Yeah, I mean, he was awesome. He he was stronger than I am. He could go further than I could.
0: What? How how heavy was the cart that you're pushing? I mean, or, or do you have something on your back too, or you just have a cart?
1: Uh, just had a cart, um, fully loaded with water. I'd say 110, 120 pounds. So that
0: adds, I mean, especially if you're doing any like hills or anything, I mean, that adds.
1: Yeah, it was a it was a really good cart though.
0: Okay. <laughs> it, do you want to give a shout out to that cart? What kind of cart okay. is this?
1: Uh, Thule. Okay. Thule, yeah, you know that brand, Yeah. Thule. Yeah. They make amazing gear and it rolls really well. What do
0: they make this cart for?
1: It's a double wide baby jogger.
0: Okay. <laughs> that
1: i yeah okay. yeah like a three-wheel baby jogger
0: okay it looked like that but then of course you had all like the signage and stuff onto the branding yeah.
1: i cut the seats out of it i put lights and solar panels and yeah it didn't look like it it really confused a lot of people yeah people would look at me and go
0: wait like, is this? he like, like a mad wealthy homeless yeah like, or exactly did you steal that thing or is that richard branson like who are we looking at yeah but you said some people wish. thought you were homeless
1: oh sure yeah i mean i I mean, I'm a guy with a cart and a dog. And if you don't read the sign, I present as homeless.
0: Sure. Okay. And, and how you know, does that feel? Like I showered every day. What is that? So, is there like um, any insight? I actually enjoyed it. It was, it was
1: interesting to see people's faces from that perspective. I mean, I always had a hat on, I always had sunglasses on. So I could really be a spectator and see what you know you stand at a i'll be staying at a red light and this happened often and i watch the driver next to me who's sitting there waiting for the same red light to change and sometimes they go yeah you know good job because they read it and then others go you know they give you a little snare or whatever or or some of them roll down the window and give you money which is fine um but the ones that just kind of give you a look like Homeless guy, whatever. In my mind, well, first of all, I beat them up in my head for like the next mile, right? But for real, I'm like, dude, I'm walking across the country for kids with cancer. What are you doing today?
0: Right. Exactly. What have you done?
1: After a while it kind of felt empowering. Yeah. It didn't bother me at all.
0: But when you think about people that are homeless that aren't I mean, did it give you insight into that kind of experience of Totally like the disdain that people
1: And I was fortunate. You know, I wasn't homeless. I mean, I injected myself into that lifestyle right. a little bit.
0: But you knew you were going to But out. I could
1: pick up my phone right. and have money wired to me in a heartbeat if I yeah, needed Yeah, it. so it's different. So,
0: but you saw yeah. the disdain and kind of like, maybe some of the disrespect that...
1: Yeah, and it made me go, God, do I ever do that?
0: Yeah, it makes you think.
1: Like, I, I don't think I do, but...
0: Well, I'm assuming there's a lot of stuff that makes you think because I mean, when you're walking, like let's say you don't have someone walking with you, and you really didn't for the most part. I mean, the first day you had like had Holden and your friend uh, that had walked before. Mm-hmm. Um, but are you listening to music? Or are you just in your head? Like, what's that twenty miles like?
1: I listen to music for you know maybe a few hours a day, but after a while, uh, well, you know, I never walk with headphones in, so That's I had a little safe. Bluetooth speaker. Okay. Um, so, you know, sometimes that battery would die or I'd listen to podcasts, but I enjoyed being without it as much as I enjoyed having it on. Um, and my son is. It really good to me he kept a playlist for me I was going
0: to say is there a Spotify playlist for this for walking uh, you know America? what it was it's,
1: I used the talk about one because my son made the okay. playlist for talk about yeah, it, which perfect. is awesome okay and so I listen to that a lot okay and
0: uh, and podcasts but like when you weren't yeah, doing was, that are you like kind yeah. of like zoning out are you in your head about like thinking about life
1: a lot about life yeah and then you find yourself doing like silly little things like counting steps or um, measuring things with steps. Yeah, as a
0: recovering uh, well, I am I have OCD clinically but I'm somewhat recovered. That would probably be really hard for me because I could probably count
1: Yeah, the way. Yeah, I so. mean I, interesting. You know how wide fields are and crop circle widths and I don't know. How many steps does it take me to cover each of those yellow lines in the middle of the road before yeah. the Mott dot? You Just know? like
0: to occupy your
1: Yeah, but it's actually interesting things and then um, so I also did these roadside videos on yes. my Instagram page, yeah. uh, which were always fun.
0: Which you can still watch on Moving On West Instagram. You, you can, can go to the yeah. videos and see his roadside videos.
1: Yeah, I was seeing the, the first time I did it, I was sitting next to this field eating some Top Roman <laughs> and there were these cows behind me and they were really interested in what I was doing. And so I turned on my phone and I pretended to interview them and you know of course they didn't answer back but so i like threw that up on instagram just to see what would happen and people laughed. so I mean, then i hilarious. interviewed like the cardboard cutout bud light chick in a bar one day and you know of course her answers were always positive for me and yeah well of course like she that. knows you
0: like that yeah um so top ramen uh-huh. uh, was that like a, a big staple
1: daily yeah yeah i mean you can i love it.
0: it but i don't know do you love it anymore would you still eat it uh are you just over it
1: yeah because i still have some left (laughs) um well i never heated it up though i i I cold soaked it okay yeah so i had a little uh jar okay and i put the noodles and cold water in and then just walk for about 30 minutes and then it it softens up right so that like three or four times a day wow okay yeah Was it, it hard to body get the, um yeah to get the salt. calories
0: yeah so was it so you need to replenish salts and like electrolytes or something right yeah I mean, whatever that is so so that and then what else do you eat uh, like what else is portable that I mean, you're obviously drinking water
1: I, I i ate um approximately um 600 reese's peanut butter cups
0: <laughs> but, you know, I I'm did guessing. that too. I think I ate a I mean, four
1: pack every day. Yeah, though I my last I I
0: ate six hundred on thing, uh, on Halloween. So, I mean, I feel like we we have something in common. But I had
1: this thing. I I developed a sweet tooth that I could. I can't even describe how difficult <laughs> it was to to satiate it. it do was, you still have it? I do. Yeah, and so I Shit, I have it. And I, I started with Snickers, That's and then favorite. switched to Reese's about a month in. And I think I ate a four pack every day.
0: I mean, I feel it like that shows a lot of discipline to not eat more than that, actually. So I feel like that's really admirable. It was
1: so hard. I would wake up around 11 or 12 almost every night needing chocolate. Me and too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so weird. It, I know. Yeah. Murphy's and laughing, and but Reese's it's just true. worked.
1: It was the salty
0: I mean, and sweet. <laughs> and so it just it did it. I feel like I yeah. wish Reese's could hear it. Did Here. you let them know? Yeah. Except he bought 20 miles away. You know, that's the thing is, I'm like eating Reese's at 11 or 12 and I didn't walk. So, I might have lifted a couple of weights, but I've it's, it's sign. I mean, let's be real. Yeah. But did Reese's, oh, know, wait, about you know, what like Reese's know about this? I feel like Reese's is the 21st. 22nd.
1: Oh, okay. It was two what? months yesterday that I got home.
0: Seriously? Yeah. Happy two month home anniversary. <laughs> Welcome back again. Thanks. Um, okay, so Reese's, top ramen. Uh, Yeah. Butter. So,
1: But I mean, other good stuff. like Was there protein a lot in there? A <laughs> lot of beef jerky. Okay. Tons of beef jerky. You know what's cool in the South that we don't have here? Is um, most gas stations down there have hot food in them. Like really? legit hot food. Okay. Barbecue, Like tri-tip or something. Yeah. You know, we get like a hot dog on a roll. Yeah. They actually, mo- even in small towns, the gas stations it? have, I don't know if they cook it there or if like the local guy in his barbecue pit brings okay. stuff in, but you can get corn on the cob and, and ribs. At a at gas, the gas
0: station? station. That's amazing.
1: Yeah. So and cheap. Um, sausage biscuits with egg are every gas
0: station hot. You know, yeah. so
1: all right. Nothing healthy. No. I mean eating healthy on the road is not easy. Right. To do. That wasn't but, the
0: goal, but I mean that's interesting to know. And yeah. that doesn't surprise me.
1: Yeah. I mean you can mix in a banana and apple every now and again, but you know, for the most part that stuff weighs a lot. Yeah. And it's not always available. So
0: No. Whatever. Can we talk about going to the bathroom on the road? it Off-Limits? Sure. Do you want to see? Yeah, you can do it right now. (laughs) No. Do you have a video that we, no, (laughs) no, 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 And I'm not even talking about (laughs) peeing because like, honestly, you're a guy, so that's not hard. You're lucky. I mean, as a woman going across the country, depending on like, I'm sure your friend, is it Lindsay, you said or something. Yeah. Probably learn how to pee like a champ. Yeah, she's,
1: I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure oh, she wow. did.
0: I love this. This is the first time Murphy has ever fed me questions. Oh, hey, Murphy. Thanks, it man. might be the first time Murphy's ever listened to actually what's going on in the podcast, which <laughs> is like yeah. so. Every time. Sure, you do. Right on. Um, so is it like hard to take a shit in the road? I mean, let's just talk about that. Do you have to go in the uh, woods?
1: It's harder than doing it in a toilet. Yeah. Uh, but because I have you know. friends that
0: like have like f- anxiety over like just being not i do too
1: so in, in my pre-walk i wrote my story up on that thing i am an absolute privacy kind of guy when it comes to that kind of <laughs> right? stuff and you know you get over it probably you do i mean you have to
0: you yeah. don't have a choice okay sorry i just so. digress i don't know why that was interesting to me but yeah no you can move off it yeah you know, need it's to. uh we can stay here and no just talk about can, it more we can Talk That's about shitting in
1: the woods for the next 30 minutes. Perfect.
0: <laughs> um, and I'm like kind of down with that. So no I'm kidding, we're not yeah. going
1: to do that. I, I, was, I was always um, <laughs> conscious of the environment. Yes. And uh, did my best in that regard.
0: To be respectful. Yes, of course. Yeah. Well, thank you. It's great to know. Yeah. Um, okay. Murphy has fed us a couple of questions, which, okay. you know, they're really good, actually. All right. Um, Murphy wants to know, inquiring minds want to know, did you ever get sick, get the flu, et cetera, on the Yeah, ride?
1: I got sick twice. Um, Horribly sick twice. So here's a great story. Yeah. My mom was um, super involved in my walk. Okay. She, we talked almost every day. She loved to know where I was headed. She liked to investigate the towns and it, she was just into oh, it. I love that. And back at home, she had a huge wall map up and my niece and nephew loved to draw where I was at the time. So there were some so geography cool. lessons going on. I love on. that. Um, Even though
0: your mom was an English teacher, she's teaching geography. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. you know. Good to know. There i mean, just versatile. Uh
1: okay. So one day I was I was heading into a town. I was in Mississippi, and I was headed to a town called Ayuka. And this is a bit of a long story, but it circles. No, and we have all Murphy's the time in the motion. world. Is
0: what Murphy said.
1: So I'm walking into Ayuka, and my mom calls me and says, "Hey, did you know that in Ayuka is the world's only apron museum?" And I said. <laughs> no i didn't mom how would i know that <laughs>
0: yeah I'm just i didn't
1: i didn't search for Is that when i was planning we're my chef trip.
0: like you might be down with that
1: so know. she goes and you know i love aprons i said oh okay so <laughs> will you stop and take a picture in front of the apron museum center said, of course i will i mean iuka has maybe two lights it's a yeah, small you're time. like
0: i got time for that and my
1: and i was planning on sleeping at the fire station in Iuka that night. I'd stayed at several firehouses oh, that's before. Oh, cool. Okay. So I'm walking into Iuka and with a goal in mind of getting a picture in front of the apron museum and I'm almost into town and my mom calls me back. She said, you know, I called the apron museum to make sure they were open and I talked to the owner and she was a sweet lady. Turns out that she and her husband have an Airbnb and on their property and they would like to offer it to you tonight for free. And I said, "Wow, I'm supposed to stay at the firehouse, but I'd love a bed because I was going to be sleeping that night in my tent at the firehouse." Um, great. So I go, I beeline to the firehouse. I tell them, "I'm good. I found a house." Went to the apron museum, got my pictures. They had over four thousand aprons. <laughs> I learned more about aprons I mean, ever. Okay. Murphy, this does have a. This does come back to you. I love the apron story. By the time we got to their house which was beautiful. I had this entire house to myself. By the time we got to their house and I was in my room, I was burning 103 feet. <gasps> and I was there for seven days. Whoa. Sick. And, and so I think back, okay, if my mom had not looked up Iuka I mean, apron museum, I would right? have been at the firehouse. Totally. That sick. I'd strep throat. I don't know what I would have done. Because they weren't going to let me sleep with strep throat for eight days or seven days no, at the firehouse, absolutely right? Absolutely not. And so, just this weird, random event, I these people let me sleep in this house for seven days. That's so amazing. And get better. And they brought me medicine and
0: food. And have you kept in touch with like what an incredible people? Segue. Right. That's the second question. I know. Do you like how it was so artful? I mean, well, maybe Murphy was artful in thinking of the questions, which he was.
1: And then, I, I mean, had... the same thing happened. Not, I mean, just a few weeks later, it kind of came back and I was staying at this awesome little motel for one night. And the guy said, stay as long as you want.
0: So awesome. So examples of people be kind, Mm -hmm. no matter, it doesn't matter what anything else they're just kind. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you keep in touch with anyone like that from the road, like people whose homes you stayed at or yeah, I kept it.
1: I I brought with me a, uh, a journal that I didn't write in though. I asked people to sign like my guest book.
0: Oh, that's awesome. And
1: so I have this amazing book. That people put pictures in and kids drew pictures in and all kinds of stuff. And I'm slowly reaching back out to all of them. I, I've told them that I'm busy writing my book and, right. and that all and that they're all getting mentioned. So oh, that's
0: so um, cool. So I love that.
1: Yeah. Can I would t- like to I would like to drive it. I would like to drive oh, my route back to see everybody w- on a little bit different time frame.
0: That'd be amazing. Yeah. That would be fun. Yeah. Then yeah. chronicle that. Yeah, I've got it too. Yeah, guy guy oh, I would love to see him. Maybe he's got a banjo. He'll play for you. And there's a little like albino kid or something. For I forget. Was that deliverance? Um, okay. Can we talk about like deep thoughts from the road? Um, <laughs> Wait, I mean, what
1: was that? SNL S&O bit? Deep thoughts.
0: <laughs> Jack Handy. Jack right. Handy. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, cause I, you know, I mean, um, not that I'm lazy, but I mean, like if I can learn from you, which I'm already, I've learned things from you, like today I've learned that, you know, just like Anybody else, I need to remember that people are generally good people no matter what their views are, right? And people are willing to help for the most part, mm-hmm. you know, which is for the majority of part, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, and I've learned that you can't map your walk in advance because you're going to have to change it. And I've learned about top ramen that you can cook it without hot water. Mm-hmm. And I've learned about Reese's being like a superfood. It is. So um, I did not get paid for that either, by the way.
1: No, they and I not, feel they like they, they sent need me to one, know about this. They haven't sent me one peanut butter cup.
0: I feel like they should, though. You know what I I'm know. saying? I do. Um, so, I've learned a lot, actually. And I think what I, I kind of want to know, and maybe it's in your book and you don't want to do like a spoiler or there's like, I we need to wait for the book. But can you tell me like some like life lessons or like maybe what you learned about yourself if you're willing to share that or just something. Um, because to me, like, you know, thinking about you know, being at 50 and being burned out myself, I've talked about this in the last podcast when I was talking to myself, which is fun. Um, like, what did you, did you get what you wanted? Yeah, out you of know, it? Like, um, you... I think
1: I did. Yeah. I, you know, I came home. It took me forever to unpack. I went back to my house. I had rented my place out to a couple of people while I was gone and I had pretty much rented it furnished with the exception of stuff that um, I didn't want them to, to have. When I got home, I just never really got around to unpacking the stuff that had once dominated like my medicine cabinet. Okay. And now I have just what I need, you know, So like
0: you Marie Kondoed. Yeah, yourself
1: it's it's kind of it's kind of freeing and nice mm-hmm. and um so I accomplished that part I, okay. I minimalized not necessarily my stuff but but your stuff owning need you of them like we yeah. you talked
0: about your feeling like everything was owning you versus yeah you. my yeah. fight club moment yes right? Which, yeah.
1: yeah and that's it that's a very I you know I don't I don't say that because it sounds funny and and you know I don't know. Like I'm trying to reference something in pop culture, but um, that is so real. I mean, that I don't know. I know Chuck Palahniuk wrote that book, and it was brilliant. Right. Uh, The things you own do end up owning you.
0: They oh they for sure do, especially where we're where we're at. And I didn't own a lot.
1: Don't get me wrong. I mean, I didn't. No. I didn't own a lot. But enough. The little bit
0: that you do does.
1: Totally. And so it was kind of nice. You go from living in a house to learning how to live out of a out of a stroller it's pre- it's pretty profound yeah i mean that's
0: super eye-opening yeah so you don't really have as much of an appetite for stuff
1: no i haven't i haven't bought one i haven't purchased one thing since i've been home
0: that's amazing yeah because it wasn't a shopping trip i no, mean no. you weren't like acquiring no. you know that was that
1: was a cool thing you know you go on vacation you buy a lot of stuff yeah. you don't you can't do that out there
0: right You because you're not with. carrying
1: it and i'm no. not gonna pay to ship it home No. so i made things uh i carved little uh I, I only did three but i carved um spears and i watch youtube channels on the road to figure okay. out how to tie a a handle onto it like a right, cool, the shaft to the yeah like a stabbing yeah like, like if i had to kill a bear yeah right yeah so i made three of them really I, yeah uh-huh so i was kind of, and they're did you hang those up or the, something i think i, that'd be I cool. gave one to my son and one to my mom and and, uh, so cool. and i kept one yeah, yeah. just in case yeah, no, I'm kidding. It's so you know, imagine here. you're, <laughs> imagine you're a landowner, and you see something out in the trees. Like, is that someone camping in my property? And you go out there, and it's me with a stroller Making and a, a dog, spear.
0: <laughs> carving out a spear. <laughs> that sounds like actually the modern day deliverance. Honestly, if I <laughs> were going to rewrite deliverance today, know, that's they what have would be happening. Far more
1: reason to worry about me than I did <gasps> them. <totally.
0: laughs> But you got a spear, so it's kind of great.
1: It was. It's only. The, it's like a dagger. It's not a spear. Okay,
0: Oh, it's like a sh- like a shiv.
1: Shit, yeah. It's like oh, the pr- a prison spear. I'm pr- I was practicing, right? You know, for my murders. just in case. Yeah. yeah,
0: I like it. It's so fantastic.
1: Can I just preface? I I didn't kill anybody. No, I know. Way.
0: So <laughs> what we were talking about is without giving, and I don't even know what happens in the book, so I can't give you a spoiler. But Thomas's book that's coming out when ish TBD TBD. Okay. Soon um is self-published so okay Which which, can we get it on amazon is that how that works i don't know you will be able to fantastic so you have to stay tuned to moving on west instagram just i'll say it for the fourth time but you know you guys can't remember anything because you're like typical consumers and you have the, you know like me i think they say we have like an eight second um memory span so um but Moving on West Instagram. Stay tuned for his book. But in his book, he fictionalizes his walk. He does a lot yeah. of stuff in the walk, but there's a fictional kind of crime element that is not true that we keep yeah. kind of joking about. Just so you know that he's an up and up, and a, he's a an I'll, upstanding I'll, I'll, citizen.
1: I'll, I'll, I'll say a little bit. It's about uh, it's absolutely about me and most people in my life and my walk, my time prior to it at Taco Brat. Um, but it's a murder. Miss. It, it's my walk with murder.
0: Yeah, and he didn't have murder. Was not part of the real walk.
1: Right. Yeah,
0: it could have been if you'd stayed on that road. I'm I mean, just I not feel a big.
1: Like... I'm not a big memoir person. Yeah, I've read a few that I love, God, and to love me, memoirs. the first, the best memoir of walking across America has already been written. So and that to was one that on the inspired me. So I just and I wouldn't do that anyway. I probably wouldn't write a very good memoir. Okay. Um, but I wanted to tell my story, and um, to do so, I created this secondary story on top of it. Okay. And uh, and 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 it's kind of a nice outlet because there's some revenge writing in it um Ooh, i love that so you know maybe some of the people that i didn't truly like on the road yes um we'll, we'll we'll call the guy on the rural road yeah uh yeah they they don't they don't fare so well
0: awesome there's some karma <laughs> being administered okay. yeah but why why is what i won't give you okay Got right. it. well not, yeah i don't want to know that because right. i gotta read the book yeah so um. Okay. And and so you learned a lot of things. And obviously, materialism is something you were probably never super into. But now you're even you eschew it even more. It's kind of like I think
1: just- I aspired for it more prior. Okay. Um. But I was. I'll tell you. I was never good at being alone. Okay. Ever. I mean. Your whole life. No. I always needed a, to be with friends. Yeah. Or I always had to have a girlfriend. You know, it's just how I was, and right. then and
0: now I'm good. You're good with it. So, do you like yourself? Yeah, yeah, I do. You should, but I'm saying a lot of us don't really love ourselves. Like, no, I we do. Should. Yeah, did you fall in love more with yourself on the road? I'm not saying it like in a weird That's way, a, like a narcissistic yeah. way. No, I know but. what you
1: mean. I, I, I think I appreciate my capabilities more now. Not about cooking and business and stuff like that, but just yeah. in, you, internal,
0: intrinsic yeah. qualities. Yeah, yeah, I think I like it's lovely. That. that sounds
1: better than capabilities. Yeah, whatever. Intrinsic qualities. That's just
0: me. So that's why I'm here. I like adding that. that kind of value <laughs> to this podcast. But because I was thinking when you talked about your friend like wanting to find love on the road, Lindsay or whomever. The, I don't know. She
1: girl. had a boyfriend back home. That was just her excuse. Oh she gave the people. Oh, my God. Okay, that's she fantastic. She wasn't looking for love. She,
0: I love this girl. She's she amazing. Well, anyway, uh, uh, I was going to... Can I tell you, you, she
1: almost got me killed.
0: What? Why? She almost
1: got me. She, she flew out to Oklahoma City to walk a few days with me. Okay. And so we were on this road, um, and this truck flew by us. This is true. 100% true. Okay. Truck flew by us and barely missed Lindsay. Oh, my and God. And so she's a bar owner from Boston. She's so tough. she's like tough and loud and obnoxious oh, and fun, and so she turns around and double Road flips this guy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he <gasps> slams on his brakes, throws the car in reverse, the truck Whoa. comes flying back at us, and guy. And so she pulls her phone out and starts video. She rec- starts recording it, right? This guy gets out of the truck with a fucking gun. Stop, and yeah. And my hand, I'm big wuss, right? No, you're like I'm good. Or I'm like, yeah, my hands are way yeah. up, and 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 she she's goes, still video. She's she's got her phone, and he goes, "Girl, you made the biggest mistake of your life." And she goes, "What are you gonna do? Fucking shoot us? Oh my god! I'm like, he yeah, might. he is. You He's might. going. To. <laughs> yeah." And so they have this back and forth exchange. Oh, no, and he smartens up, gets in his truck, and drives off. And she looks at me, and she goes. I'm so sorry. I'm like, yeah, you're, you, yeah, you are. Be. And she says, um, <laughs> it's like the best line from the walk. She says, uh, where I'm from, uh, I flip you off. You flip me off. We go get a beer. It's why they call us mass holes.
0: Oh yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, there's this book had not to be a mass hole. When yeah. you're walking across? And the she, country. Yeah.
1: And, and she goes, please, you can't blog about this. Cause if my mom knows this, I'm going to be in deep shit. I said, well, too bad. Uh, two weeks later, I call her. I'm like, Lindsay, I gotta put this in my blog.
0: <laughs> you have to. It's too good. So she let me. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that's a great story.
1: She has a she has a really good component uh, in my book. It's pretty. Oh, funny. that's funny.
0: Yeah. Well, she sounds like she's like um, at a central casting to be a character she of the story. I she mean, certainly is. Yeah. yeah. Um. And so now you're back. I'm back. Right. Yeah. Um, would you do it again?
1: Uh, I will do it again. I'm sure I'll do it again. You will. I feel like not I have in your to. car. No, I want to walk it again. You do. I want to walk my original route, the one I wanted to do originally before I got injured.
0: Okay. Yeah. Because you had to swing to the Pacific Northwest and that, that, was that planned or not planned?
1: No, that was unplanned. Okay. I had to go to the South. Okay. Yeah. I was headed North and I had okay. to, I couldn't get over the Appalachians okay. with my ankles. So I i went South. Okay. Yeah.
0: So you would do it again.
1: Yeah. I would definitely do it again.
0: And yeah. do you I'm trying to figure out how
1: to monetize that. Yeah. If I could figure out how to make a living doing it, I would do that. Really, and I met a I met a couple of cool people. Um, that might... I, I mean I'm not, I'm not saying I would hit them up for that, but I met a couple of cool people that are in a position to know other people to maybe help me get there. Yeah, which would be good. Right, yeah, a I of mean certainly
0: people. like obviously like from a media perspective, you'd want to have like some kind of yeah programming around it. I would yeah. imagine. I met. Um, i mean for a book tour i think I was, it'd be great if you walked your book tour do you know what i mean i mean how <laughs> i mean i'm not saying yeah that, that you, would be cool
1: i mean i was coming down uh, to Penga canyon and it was just it was the worst decision i made on no, my walk hairy. was to walk to Penga yeah. Canyon. but i did and i was about halfway down and this car pulls up on the other side of the road and the guy just rolls down his window he's like what are you doing and i can't read your cart from over here cars are just flying by so i yell it over to him And he says, cool, I'll check out your website. And he takes off. And the next day I got an email from, hey, I'm the guy you met in the canyon. Uh, Love your blog, I'm gonna make a donation. When you get to Venice Beach, I'd love to buy you dinner. ZG, I'm like, cool, right on. Okay. So replied, yeah, I'll have dinner with you in Venice. Two days later, I'm in Venice, don't hear from him. He sends me a message back so sorry i got busy you're probably past venice beach already i replied no i'm still here my phone rang that minute and it's the pediatric cancer research foundation they said do you know zach galifianakis stop
0: it and i go right this not, second not
1: personally they said he just made a big donation and i'm like i click on zg zach galifianakis so I messaged him. I was him. trying
0: to guess when you said the initials. Oh my and gosh. And he goes, and, and
1: I was like, I, I talked to him. like, seriously? Like, thank you. He, I didn't even know it was you. He said, I didn't want you to know it was me. It was not about me. I'm stoked on your walk. Let's let's talk if you come back up to Venice. I'm not so going to. He was just so into it. I mean, and it was so amazing. selfless. Amazing. He did. Can I just say
0: a couple one thing about that, though? The fact that you didn't recognize him in his car is kind of disturbing to me. Yeah,
1: given the circumstances, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I was just trying not to get hit by a car. Because I'm
0: like a really big celeb person. So oh. Are yeah, you I'm, not? Uh, and,
1: and he had a baseball hat and sunglasses. Doesn't and matter. I would have would have. clocked
0: him. Because All right. I have a secret talent. I could be a paparazza. I mean, I'm not going to be, but I could. You could. Here's an idea for you I have. All right. Because, and again, cooking might light you up again... In a different way. Like, what if you went across the country and stopped and did like a, it was cooking, but you're walking. So you're like, you're walking and then you like go into someone's house and wherever podunk this, teach you them cook. how to whip up something. Or did they teach you how to do their favorite recipe? Yeah, you're a way, I could do that. I mean, I am so watching that show. I, it's like, yeah. it's like Anthony Bourdain, but like, across america hey if you and if you're you walking and zach is producing well no zach's I'll do gonna the, produce it I mean, i'll do I the hard just, i'll do the hard part i thought we just talked about that i thought zach was producing it already
1: oh i think he is you're right yeah i think he did sign on he to that
0: is <laughs> i mean i want the money back from pediatric cancer foundation hey,
1: hey zach if you're listening um yeah just, zach will be you listening. just mapped out your next couple i mean of years. come on
0: <laughs> everybody's looking for the next bourdain show that's Maybe. so you yeah.
1: Yeah, no, he was, uh, I would love to do something like that. And he was so cool to just do that so selflessly and without it. recognition.
0: Yeah, no, well, yeah, I mean, I, the whole thing is amazing. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you want to say before we wrap up? Like I, I, yeah,
1: I would love to people, uh, the website is still up. Um.
0: And it's moving yeah, the blog, on, it's moving on west.com. Yeah,
1: moving on west. And, and you can as, still
0: donate through it you as can. well? Okay. Yeah,
1: you can. Uh, our goal was 20,000. We hit 21,120, yes. so that was cool.
0: Congratulations. Yeah.
1: Um and
0: and I still want merch. I know there was like a little snafu with the merch. We don't have to get into that to get in a bad mood or anything. Yeah, no, it's But I mean yeah, merch is cool, so let's do. The next walk needs merch. Yeah, I'm okay. in that. All right. Yeah. And like dog shirts. Dog shirts. Cuz I mean Wink needs to have merch. <laughs> I think he would yeah. be like Wink I my dogs out, would but... get totally down with that
1: yeah I mean Wink was the star of the show man And he everyone told, so many people said you need to you need to Wink uh... Wink needs his own website Wink needs his own Instagram I mean he page. does
0: <laughs> but you know what like let it be a spin-off like I think I want your next walk and then Wink can do it do you know what I mean? he okay. needs to be more patient all right right now he's being it sounds like impatient for his own his own accolades maybe he's being so lazy yeah Good for him. He just—he's earned it. Let me just say. Yeah, so he made two. it. 30, he walked thirteen hundred miles. I mean, and you walked thirty-two. Thirty-two, thirty-five. Yeah. Wow, that's incredible.
1: Yeah, and I lived.
0: Yeah, you did. <laughs> so go to his website. Go to his Instagram. Yeah, donate to pediatric pediatric cancer research foundation. Stay yeah, tuned for it. the show series and book.
1: Sure. Keep yeah. going. Yeah.
0: Um. <laughs> I'm so stoked to Thank meet you. you and talk. So Thomas fun. Curran, yeah, I had a blast. I
1: love these because I can just talk and no well, one Well, I feel like I didn't, and...
0: there's there's still <laughs> remaining questions. So there's like, so many. We could do this all up. day. I would like a follow-up.
1: Yeah, let's do it. Okay. And
0: Murphy will be mic'd for that. Right, Murphy? Mm-hmm.
1: You want to be mic'd, Murphy? I would like that.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> That's good. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you. We'll talk to you again Thank soon. Thank you,
1: everybody in this room. Right on. What a great time.